Hi, I'm Miranda Ray Mayo, also known as Mr. Mayo. I play Stella Kid on Chicago Fire, and you are listening to Meet Us at Molly's. Not gonna be all sunshine and roses, but I can promise it's gonna be a hell of a ride. Hey, Shy Hearts. Welcome to episode 246. Five. Five. I was only off by one. That's not bad. <laughs> uh, meet us at Molly's. Listen, I've been off the pod for a couple of weeks now, like almost a month, which is insane yeah. to even wrap my head around, but I'm back. You're stuck with me. Yay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we are not covering one Chicago this week. It is our fourth annual Christmas movie episode. Fourth annual that's crazy. It's, crazy. it's so crazy. So I am here. Bryna is here. And we are joined by a friend of the pod. You might know her <laughs> as a Variety's TV features editor. Did I get it right? Totally. I don't know why I couldn't <laughs> keep it in my mind. Okay. Well, you know her. You love her. She is the shy hard over at Variety who does the Lord's work when it comes to this franchise. <laughs> Emily Longaretta is back. Emily. I'm so happy to be back, guys. I can't believe. Have I been on all four or have, have I done three? No, you've no, been you've on done all four. four. Oh my gosh. We've only ever done of, this with you. The amount of uh, apartments I've been in, different apartments I've been in every <laughs> time we've done this is wild. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe it's been four of them. It feels like we've only done one, but it also totally. feels like we've done 20 of them at this point. Like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah, I love it. It's my favorite one of the year, though. I love this so much. <laughs> we we literally, like, the three of us met up at ATX Festival one year. We recorded together. And in the middle of that, we were like, let's do a Christmas movie episode. And all three <laughs> of us were like, hell yeah, let's do it. And we've we just been doing the same thing, thing every year. Yeah. yeah. It's so great. It's so no, great. No. So. So since the last time we've talked to you, Emily, you've had some big life changes, particularly being that you've moved from one coast to the other. So, yeah, so I was, yes, I was at Us Weekly for five years, almost five years, and I was in New York. So got a job at Variety and made the move out to LA um, almost a little over seven months now, which is insane. I feel like I just moved yesterday um, and I'm living on the West Coast now. I was just, just, uh out on my patio enjoying the warm weather and people are all bundled. I mean, I'm in a flannel, but it's like 60 degrees here in December. It's unreal. I mean, I'm so used to being freezing all year round. So, um, but yeah, it's amazing. I'm so happy. I'm, I'm doing, I'm really, really loving my job. So that really helps. Good. That's so exciting. Yeah. What are some of the biggest differences that you've noticed like culture shock wise between New York and LA? Oh my gosh. So much. I think the hardest thing for me is that getting around is so like stressful. Like I can't just jump on the subway or like walk somewhere. I have to get in my car and drive and sit in traffic and then deal with parking and I'm getting parking tickets. And it's like, it's so difficult. I feel like I can't just call a friend and say, Hey, let's go grab a glass of wine. Like it has to be a whole plan. So that I think is the hardest thing for me. And then also I really miss like a bacon, egg and cheese and a bodega. I feel like that's not a thing here. (laughs) It's so funny. That's important funny. things. Yeah. Very important yeah. things. Yeah. But your closer proximity to a lot of stuff. I definitely saw that you were at the Dancing with the Stars finale. That's got to be pretty awesome. It yeah. It's really, really great. I got to go to the Dancing with the Stars finale. I've got to do some really exciting set visits. I haven't 
some I've posted about, some I have not yet, but a few shows that shoot here that were really great. Um, I recently went to Chicago and went to the one Chicago sets. I haven't been able to share much of my interviews yet, but they're coming, I promise. Um, and that was really great. So yeah, it's it's so much fun out here. That's so cool. That's awesome. Okay, we 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 plan to do a TV roundup later in the episode, but I have to know right now, were you present for Shangela's freestyle? Because that was incredible. I was present. I'm still- <laughs> it was- so I'm still I mean, like mind blown. I wish that I had recorded because we I was sitting with a group of press and the people who work on the show. So a lot of like the publicists and just a lot of people. And I'm not kidding. Everyone stood up and was yelling like we were <laughs> cheering so loud. It was insane. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It was incredible on TV. So I can only imagine how it was in person. The energy was just so great. Oh, I yeah. love it. I love, love it. That's still awesome. thinking about it till the to this day. Like yes. almost a month later. Oh, so, so good. It was such a fun time. I actually got to go to the show twice. And the other week I went was the most, the emotional week, week where some memorable left. year. Yeah. And it was when Selma left and it was so heartbreaking. I was like, everyone was crying. It was insane. I was, I was crying like, for my yeah. TV. Oh yeah. It was nuts. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Love it. That whole love season it. was so good. I love that season. See the, the Disney plus thing did not help me, but maybe next season. Oh, I, I loved it. it. I think it was tough. I liked it too because I hate commercials. So I was like thrilled to not have yep. commercials. Yep. And out here, it was really nice watching it at live at 5 p.m. <laughs> um, that's my other big culture shock thing. I have a really hard time because like I, <laughs> I need, I won't be spoiled. So I need to watch everything on East Coast Feeds. So yeah. do you have more screeners now since you're two hours behind? Three hours behind New York time. Oh, three so, hours behind, two hours yes. central time. So yeah. Yes, of course. So I... You know, I get a lot of screeners. I watch a lot of things via an East Coast feed for things I don't get screeners yeah. for. Um, because I'm not going to wait until eight o'clock to watch the Chicago's because like everyone, all my friends on the East Coast are texting me during it. Mm-hmm. I can't go on Twitter. Like that's right. not happening. Like, yeah, I can't That would wait. be the one reason I could never move to the West Coast is like specifically for TV purposes. I was like, it's I cannot. Really no. I did not consider how difficult it was going to be to not be spoiled on things. And like- there are certain shows I watch that I don't get screeners for, like Survivor never sends screeners. So it's like, right. if I if I don't start that at five, it's like, okay, I have to wait till eight, but I also can't go on Twitter. Like, there's no way I'm going on Twitter before. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. When yeah. I was in Hawaii, the, the night then I knew the shows were airing, um, I knew it was the end of Med and it was like 10 to four in the afternoon. And I was like, let me FaceTime the girls because I want to see the checks in morning live. But it was like 10 to four. I was like, this is so weird. What am I doing? Yeah, like everything's on and it's still light out. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, (laughs) that's wild. I love it. I love it. So, well, yeah. So we always like to start with the news. We don't really have any news, actually. It's hiatus. It's Christmas time. We're just kind of chilling. Doing our thing. Yeah. So I think some episode descriptions might have come down today, but think it was only for pd maybe Ooh, did i not did i might have missed them um I, I don't know if it was an official one but i think the main gist of it is that it's sort of a rusik episode and sort of a torres episode because an old friend of rusik's comes back and he's a detective and torres is torres is kind of like rubbed the wrong way by how the guy polices okay but that's okay. the only one i saw no. i and i was when i was on set of course it was a future episode so I know a little bit down the line but nothing nothing I can even share and not even good things I can tease because I feel like the scenes I saw were not exciting enough that I would even want to tease them so not that they weren't great but you know what I mean some scenes yeah oh this makes no sense (laughs) yeah 
So, um, so we can just go ahead and jump into the episode. Um, you guys know how this is. So we like to cover all of the Christmas movies, all of them, <laughs> um, across all networks. Um, I will say this year, just to clarify, this year we're covering all of the networks except for GAC Family. That we are not covering. We are covering all of them except for that. So just so you know. Uh, and it's the same way we always break it down. So we do one section of the one Chicago alums who are in movies. Then we do one of the one Tree Hill alums. Um, and then we, t- we touch on the ones that we've all watched together and then just kind of our honorable mentions. So, so it's, it's always fun. It's always a lot of fun. So, And this crop of movies this year, I feel like are really good. Really good. Really yeah. strong group this year. Yeah, yeah, like stronger than years past. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Love it. Usually okay. in years past, like some years, there's been like one movie that I really liked. And then like all the other ones, I'm like, mm, I forget about them. This year, I'm like, there's multiple ones that I'm going on Peacock and watching a second time. <laughs> yeah. This is not crazy. Yeah. 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 So I want to kick off with one question because Emily, if I'm not mistaken, you went to Christmas Con, right? So I did not go to Christmas Con. I went to Roma Drama. So they're two separate conventions. I'll, I can share a little with you guys on that. Roma Drama is... um created by two women and it's more of like an it's not really a convention it's more of like an experience so they really have one-on-one time with a lot of people it's like more than I mean they have autographs and things but this one was just um just Christmas it was two days it was like Christmas themed and there was no autographs it was just like all photos you wanted and it was like a flat rate to pay to come and spend the whole weekend at the hotel with everybody um and kind of just get as much as you can whereas christmas con there's booths there's you know the separate more like a convention which you guys know um i didn't get to go to that one this year because i couldn't get out to new jersey but i did go to roma drama in chicago uh which was fabulous to be there it was like the same the same time it was like oh all my favorite things in one weekend it was great um (laughs) if you're if you're not following emily on instagram a what are you doing and b you should do it because then you can vicariously live through her at all the cool things she goes to so it was like what a month ago or something i'm like playing on instagram and i'm like emily's hanging out with tyler hines oh i'm so jealous (laughs) (laughs) so that begged this first question for me because full disclosure there's a movie we're going to talk about later on but i was just introduced to andrew walker this year and i know he's a big hallmark stable i know i know i know i know tina i know i know i never said i was proud of it never said i was proud of it but i want to know who who are some of y'all's favorite hallmark actors who are the actors who you see them listed and you're like i'm tuning into that somebody start us off i mean andrew walker would be like number one on my list probably it's so funny Tyler's been number one on my list for a long time. I've always liked his stuff. Paul Campbell is also up there for me. I really started liking his stuff more. um, And one, I mean, we'll talk about him later, but (laughs) I, uh, he's definitely a top one for me. And then I'm trying to think of who else. Paul Green is up there for me. I think, I don't know Paul personally. I know a lot of them now personally, which is wild, but I don't know Paul personally, but everyone he's in, I feel like I kind of start liking. So I'm like, he must, he, he has something out there that I like. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Ryan Pavey always gets my attention just because he's so damn dreamy. I mean, the that face, it's just, it's hard to look away. It really <laughs> is, though. Like, the just I'm such a sucker for, like, strong blue eyes and just, like, yeah. he just, like, takes a picture and I'm like, tell me everything. I feel like every time I, like, see him in a commercial, I'm like, oh, yeah, that. Like, I, that, I don't know what that movie is, but that, yeah. like, I want to watch that. 
And he was this year's movie. He was with Brooke Dorsey, who Mm -hmm. I love her. So I was like, okay, like this. Yeah, she's like a big staple. Every time I like, I don't always tune into her movies, but when I usually see her in something, I'm like, oh yeah, that was really. I really like her. So she's really, really cute. I really think she's good. She's so cute. Yeah, one of my all time favorites is the one she does in Chicago when she has to go like find the big giant pine tree. Oh Uh, yes, (laughs) from like years ago. That's like one of my all time favorites. And she was in Royal Pains, which is one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love Brooke Dorsey. Love her. Yeah, yeah. P- Ryan Pavey always catches my attention. My husband and I have the Lacey Chabert rule where if she's in a movie, we have to watch it. Okay. Um, doesn't always pan out because we're busy, but uh, yeah, that's always a good one. But yeah, yeah. Th- those are the ones that uh, that I love. So yeah, so let's kick this off with the one Chicago section. Um, not a ton this year. I mean, a decent amount, but like not not a ton. Ton. Yeah. So. We've got, you know, people who are, you know, currently on or former alums, but really this year it's just mostly alums. So let's start off with the easiest one that was kind of right in our faces, In Merry Measure. So this one aired on Hallmark and Mm -hmm. your one Chicago alum is Patty Murin, Dr. Nina Shore on Chicago Med, married to Colin Donnell. They are just the cutest couple in the world. Uh, (laughs) Love them so much. And then yeah. Patty start opposite Brendan Penny in this one. And so basically she's a pop star who comes home and she ends up directing the choir and they end up falling in love. And this was really cute. My one complaint here is what did they do to Brendan Penny? Yeah, he looked rough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know on? what it was. It, and like yeah. even the promo photos, I was like, this is not a good look. And I don't know why, because he's such a good looking guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. I feel like anytime it's like pop star comes home, I'm into that story. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was cute how like her old song was called Sugar Rush. And every time she tried to put out new, new music, they were like, play Sugar Rush. <laughs> it was yeah. so cute. And this was her first leading movie. I was her, I was just about to say, amazing. I'm so glad that she finally got the chance to shine. Because obviously she's been in other ones, but she's always like the best friend or yeah. whatever. And like, which is cute. But like, I'm just so glad she finally got her chance to like be the lead i'm still so convinced or so confused why they haven't put her and colin together in one of these like it's right, right especially because they like had colin do the hallmark movie the winter one or whatever and it was like that was your chance you already had colin that was your chance no, and she was the friend in that one she wasn't right. the romantic interest i'm like why in the world would you have the two of them in the same movie, movie and not a couple right forever manifesting a colin and patty hallmark <laughs> movie we need it we need it it should not take this much effort i just like colin donald speaks for himself just like literally look at this man i also she i will say like manifested this for herself like she literally has been tweeting for years about how much she wants to be in a hallmark movie and then she was put in as a supporting role and now she's leading i'm like i love that she's the definition of like believe in your dreams and manifest them because they can happen i love patty so much she is just like pure sunshine i love her Yeah. yeah yeah Absolutely. This was cute. Minus the dad glasses on Brendan Tenney. <laughs> Not yeah. it. Not it. No. 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 But yeah, I really like this one. I like their chemistry. I thought they were a lot of fun together. And anything with like a little bit of music thrown in, I'm like, we're I'm Me good. Too. We're mm-hmm. I'm good. You know what's been really good about this, these movies this year that I've noticed is that the thing that's been setting them apart from past years is that the love story is kind of secondary to what else is going on. So, and in this case, you know, they had the Christmas show with the choir and everything, and that becomes the main focus and the love story is secondary. And a couple of movies have done that this year and it's just elevated them because you get so involved and then you're like, oh yeah, they have to fall in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because yeah. usually the love story is like 
thrown in your face in the first two seconds, like this is what's going to happen. So it's really nice that there's like some breathing room for other stories to be in it, in it too. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. So um, this next one on the list, I did not get to, I ran out of time, but Bryna, you watched it. So go right ahead. I did. I actually really liked it. I've always, Tori, now that Tori's been like, become like a staple Hallmark actress, I always usually like her movies. Um, I thought this was cute. It's basically, Tori's like a, she was like on a, her character whose name I can't remember, but like basically she is an actress who comes to this town to basically, she's like decided she doesn't want to be acting anymore. She really wants to focus on directing. And so she's putting on this Christmas play, which is like, it's like a, audience involvement type thing where they're basically supposed to figure out it's like a courtroom drama type thing where they're basically trying to figure out who actually wrote twas the night before christmas which i didn't realize there was like a whole contra actual real life controversy over that <laughs> that like that's like a real thing i did not know that um and then basically zane holtz's character is like someone she knows from her like past acting days and you know then they strike up the whole you know love interest which i thought it was really cute i really like this one i like that it was like felt a little different and again it was like way more about the like twas the night before christmas part and like who actually wrote twas the night before christmas mm -hmm. rather than i mean the love story was there but it was like definitely secondary to the twas the night before christmas yeah. drama the only thing I thought was like a little weird was there's like a little bit of like magic type in there where like you have the like ghost of the two guys who like I forget their names who were like at the center of who wrote Twas the Night Before Christmas like coming back to play the ghosts in the play. It, that part I thought was a little weird but otherwise I did really like this one. I thought it was cute. I liked this one too. I think that they had really good chemistry and I wasn't yes. sure. I wasn't sure in the beginning. I was, but I think that was, that was the point, but I'm always, yeah. I think if chemistry is good, I can look past a lot of other things. Yeah. So for me, I didn't like love the movie. I thought the story was a little bit slow and not exactly what I, what I wanted, but I think uh, the two of them really made it work. Yeah. No, I think, and the thing I really liked about a lot of the crop of the Hallmark movies this year is I feel like it doesn't feel like exact like I feel like in past years every Hallmark movie is almost the same it's like oh someone comes back to the small town like there's Christmas cookies involved there's this you know like they're like very much the whole basics but I feel mm -hmm. like this year there's been a lot of different storylines like yes they're all revolved around Christmas obviously well except for the one Hanukkah one but like they feel like fresh in a way that I feel like they haven't felt in years past to me and this one even though it's like a little it didn't hit exactly the way I wanted it to I still thought it was fresh and I thought like I said their chemistry worked so like I it, it was a cute movie it wasn't my favorite but I thought it was cute no, I'd agree with that so the play was basically a court case around who wrote the song or who wrote the movie <laughs> the poem the poem <laughs> yeah Twas the night before Christmas is a poem <laughs> Hallmark movies they get they get latitude they get to do stuff you know yeah and basically totally. it was like they were supposed to have like the courtroom case or whatever and then they would have like a jury made up of like the audience members and then basically by the intermission the audience members were supposed to figure out who actually wrote was the night before Christmas that's yeah, there what was the play a bit is too, too much for me that was too much for me I was like <laughs> if I have to think about it this is not what I signed up for <laughs> Well, and then they were like gonna try to take it to Broadway, yeah, and it was like, and that was uh, yeah, hmm. interesting. Yeah. 
I'll probably watch that one once we're done recording. That was a tight turnaround though. Cause it, I mean, we, it's Monday when you guys are, when we're recording this. And so Tyler and Tori both had movies air over the weekend. Yeah. So yeah. it was like a two day turnaround. So that was a tight one, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to check that one out. That looks cute. Yeah. That looks cute. So um, next up, we've got one on the CW. Look at the CW. Since getting when in on the does Christmas the CW series. do holiday movies? I clearly did not watch this one, but like, when does I, the CW do holiday movies? You know, I don't know. And I also did not watch this one. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> Just so sorry to Teddy Sears. And I love a Walton's anything, but I, this one, I honestly didn't even realize that this aired already. So, um, I didn't see it either. So. <laughs> No. nothing against teddy sears we love teddy no. sears. i would i honestly will wa- i'll honestly look and see if this is streaming somewhere because i'm i probably will like it because mm-hmm. i like him and i like the walton story so walton's thanksgiving i wonder how it is the waltons was separate from little house right yeah okay see but shows was- how much i know i don't even know what that was a reference i nope right nope over my head yeah, but these are two shows that aired like long before all three of Any us were of born. Us were born. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I nope. Not even it. Nope. No idea. Yeah. Yeah. The CW does not make it easy to find things. No. I tell people all like I preach about all American all the time. Like, I'm not kidding. I've told everyone I know about All American. And my niece and nephew were like, oh, the Netflix show. And I was like, it's a CW show and just air goes on netflix the next year but we're not yeah. even i can't <laughs> but a lot of people think that and especially even with like not even all american but like all of the you know like when arrow was on and you know like all those things they're like oh yeah but like on netflix i'm like no like no. it airs somewhere else before it goes on to netflix yeah yeah that's true has all american like has it kept as strong as it was in season one because i got to i finished it's season great. one and then i stopped for some reason it's so great it is i haven't watched any of this season show. but i think it's really good I'm a little behind, but again, but yeah. because also because CW makes it hard, I would have to literally go on the app and watch it and I'm not going to sit through the commercials. So now I'm annoyed and now I probably will wait for it to go on Netflix, to be honest. That's another show. They don't send screeners and it's insane. See, yeah. and I think I think a large part of that, though, because I, I remember when uh, there was a website that Brian and I were both writing for years ago, and um, that was in the height of the hundred. And they had to be really stingy with their screeners because every single time they put out or the hundred screeners, it leaked every it single leaked, time. Yeah. But so I not leaking all American. The no. hundred, 100 had a way different audience. Oh, yeah. yeah. All American. No one even knows it's on. <laughs> Yeah, this is my this is my praise for the show. I love it, but no one knows about it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think I think the CW was just like, well, one person ruined it for everybody. Which like yeah, this exactly. is why we can't have nice things. But you know, uh, yeah. And then the last one in the one Chicago section that we've gone here is the holiday stocking. Uh, I actually don't know what network this aired on. Hallmark. It it was Hallmark. Okay. And this Mm -hmm. one stars McKelty Williamson. Um, You know, Denny Woods from Chicago PD, the guy who made Voight and Ruzik's Lives Hell in season six. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, this guy. So admittedly, I did not get to catch this one. Did you guys? Um, I watched some of this. I think it might have been Movies and Mysteries, not Hallmark. But but yes, I, I liked it because this one was like more about like sisters than it was about the romance. Oh, okay. So I can always appreciate that. And I love BJ Britt. So like, and he was yeah. the main guy. So I'm, I'm in with him. Wait, BJ Britt, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then he was the one on Unreal that season, right? Yes. Yep. Oh. Yeah. And he was in Pitch too for a hot oh, season. Yes. Dreamy. R.I.P. Yeah. Pitch. I'll never get over it. Uh, <laughs> same. 
<laughs> but yeah, he's re- he's the main love interest in that. So you should definitely check that out. It's a good one. Oh, yeah. He's a I got boat. through like 30 minutes of it and I haven't gotten a chance to finish it yet. I understand. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> so many. Too many movies. So little time. Yeah. But actually, though. So is McKelty the dad? I believe so. I don't think I even finished it, to be honest. But yeah. I was into it. I just feel like I something came up and then I didn't. And then I just Go didn't back. do it. I think that that was the first. I'm double checking to see if this is true. I'm pretty sure that this was the first um, movie, the first Christmas movie under the mahogany banner. Yeah, I think it was. it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because, of course, they aired one earlier this year. They launched the mahogany banner on Hallmark. But this is the first Christmas one. So, yeah. Awesome for Hallmark doing that. What is the mahogany banner? I don't know. So the mahogany banner is um, a full banner of African-American content created by African-American creators, writers, producers. Um, and it's there is a mahogany uh, Hallmark line of cards, which has been around forever. Mm-hmm. But that's why they wanted to bring it into a network. And um, the first one was led by Karen Pittman, which aired in the spring. And it was really, really good. It was about like a group of girlfriends. It was so strong. Um, so I think we're going to just see more and more of that. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really awesome. Yeah, that's that's super cool. So yeah, I'm going to seek this one out too. Like you said, Brenna, so many movies, so little time. Mm-hmm. You basically yeah. just have to like go through and start picking and choosing. It's like, okay, like this is a must. And like, I'll put a bunch of them on my DVR, but like just even then I'm like, I can't watch them all. Like I can't. Yeah, so I, I have, I don't have DVR here. And what I've been doing as, so I, and I also, <laughs> because Hallmark now streams on Peacock live, I just watch I just watch Peacock Live all day and it and it streams the East Coast feed so I can watch the new movies at 5 p.m. Which oh is amazing. amazing. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but then all the Hallmark channel, all the Hallmark movies of this year live on Peacock after they right. air. So it's great. It's so easy to watch them. We've only needed that for years now of like <laughs> some random place on the internet where they all stream so you can go. Right, well, because it used time. to be that like Hallmark had their own, I don't know if they still technically do, but like their own streaming thing. Hallmark and it was like their now. own. Right. And I'm like, I can't pay, I'm not going to pay another whatever just for Hallmark. Like, you know what? That's I, not they happening. Do, they do still have it. I wonder if they still use it. I don't know. But like, why? If you I like made this whole Peacock thing, I, you'd have to imagine that most people are just going to go for that versus. Yeah, their own, but what do I know? (laughs) (laughs) So that's all we've got on the One Chicago section this year. It was slimmer than usual because usually you've got Jesse Schramer who does a movie. She'll throw one in there and then, you know, every now and then different One Chicago people will come in there. But um, who's a One Chicago person we haven't seen in a Hallmark movie who we'd like to? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Um... I mean, Tracy would be amazing. Yes. She would be so great. That would be hard. I guess it would be hard to have someone that's like starring now. It would have to be a Right. Well, and that's why Jesse Schramm, I know, said this year just like did not happen because. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to see Patty do one. That would be amazing. I don't know if he ever would, but I think. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly why I want to see it. (laughs) Because it'd be such a departure. Yeah, it would be such a departure. Miranda would be really good in one, yeah. I think. Alberto yeah. would probably be the most adorable Hallmark leading man ever. <laughs> I could see yes, that. Yes, a thousand percent. Yeah. I yeah. could see that for sure. That's funny. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. Yeah, I'm going through too. I'm like, who are we missing? I mean, Dominic Reigns would be. I was just about to say, I could see Dominic as like 
Yeah. 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 He, he fits that like dreamy leading man role over on Hallmark very well. Yeah, yeah. I could also. I mean, yeah, that's so true. Or like, has Jeff Hefner done one? I feel like he has. I feel like he maybe has. Google to the Let's Google. I feel like he may may have. Let's see. Um, because like Michael Rady is like. The oh star. yeah such a star on there now that like let's see i feel like it's some... christmas of Pemberley is one of my like all-time all faves same let's i don't know he's yeah. done, like his uh i or his filmography has like some tv movies back in like the early 2000s mm. but i don't know if those are like hallmark or not you know who else would be nick weschler who I would love to see do yes. one. Of these. Yes. Oh, wait, no. Jeff Hefner did do one. Okay. In 2019. Okay, but Nick Wessler is another one who I don't know if he would do it. Do you think he would? I think he would. <laughs> I think he would, yeah. I Nick see is such an, he's such a nice guy. I feel like he would fit into that fold very well. Yeah. Yeah. I could see true. him doing it. Yeah. I'm just like manifesting now. okay let's manifest it yeah no that would be cool that would be cool so all right so um and he technically counts as a one chicago alum because he was kenny rixton on pd yeah i forget that he's he's a friend of all three of ours from atx festival yes yeah you just have to be in one episode and then you're an alum so and he had like a long arc like yeah it was like six or seven episodes something like that so it counts totally totally counts yeah so from the One Chicago section, we now move into the One Tree Hill section. And look, these movies were strong this year is all I'm saying. I enjoyed every single one of these. Yeah. So the one we're going to start with is a Lifetime movie. This was Stepping Into the Holiday with Jana Kramer and Mario Lopez. Oh, my God. I loved this movie. You loved it? I think that... Go ahead. Well, okay. A lot of the dancing scenes were cringe, but... Yeah. 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 A lot of them, like cringe, cringe. But Which, go ahead, Brenna. I was gonna say that's the part that I think sucked about it the most for me. Like, I really like them and their chemistry. I, I really like and enjoyed that part of it. But like, when your whole movie is basically centered around dancing, and you have two people who can really dance, like for the dancing to be that cringe, I it, it kind of took a little bit away for me because like I was watching that final performance scene or whatever at the recital. And I was like, this is not, no. See, I was no like, you know what? I actually didn't mind that because I was like, they, yeah, I mean, I guess it would have been great to have people that could actually dance. But I feel like a lot of these movies haven't in the past. Like I think of like Christmas Waltz or things like that, that like it was awful. And I'm like, I could get past it. I actually didn't buy the chemistry. I had a hard time with the chemistry. And I bought wow. it. Okay, okay. I like their chemistry. Um, I, maybe it was Mar. It was, I mean, not maybe. It was definitely Mario for me because Jaina, I think, could have chemistry with like a tree. But True. there's something to there's something with Mario I just didn't buy. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. I know. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, for me, it was the chemistry that sold the whole movie for me, but I don't know. Maybe uh, I was in a bad mood and I need to watch it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I don't yeah, know. I like their chemistry. Listen, for me, it was like, and I think I, I see your point though about like 
a lot of obviously the times I do dancing in the movies, it's usually cringe. I think for me, knowing that they're both strong dancers and the fact that like they couldn't do just something maybe a tiny, tiny bit more was yeah. like what annoyed me a little bit more about it. Cause like every, I was like, Ugh. but like, I mean, it was, I still, I still enjoyed the movie. I still enjoyed it, but that took it away for me a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. You know, what cracks me up is how every single time you put even just one Dancing with the Stars alum in a movie, they always have to talk about ballroom dancing, no matter what they're doing. If they were on <laughs> Dancing with the Stars, whether it's one of them or both of them, there's always a ballroom section, like yeah. always. And so that like... When um, they were talking about their number and Mario Lopez was like, let's do a Paso. And I was like, oh my God, we get it. You were both on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> we would not be able to tell from their dancing. Yeah. yeah, no, you wouldn't be able to tell that. <laughs> uh, because it's not just them. So um, Alexa Penavega and her husband, like Carlos. they did like three movies after Dancing with the Stars and every single one of them like revolved around ballroom dancing. Oh my, <laughs> we get it. And then she did the one, which is actually one of my all-time favorites, the winter one with Luke McFarlane. And she was yes. an ice skater. Or no, she was a dancer, not an ice skater. She was a dancer. Yeah. Dancer. And I was like, oh my God, here we are again. The freaking ballet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, and then um, my, I'm a big gymnastics fan. We all know this, but like Sean and Nastia, both after they did Dancing with the Stars, there was a post-Olympic tour and their only section, like no tumbling, nothing, just ballroom dancing. I was like, we know. Like, we get it. We get it. We get it. Just, yeah, that cracked me up. Let's do a Paso. Okay. Let's just, <laughs> let's just assume the audience knows what that is. Cause we all watch dancing yeah. with the stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of the dancing was cringe, which like, and a lot of, a lot of the cringy dancing was from Mario, which yes, was shocking to me. Every time he did something that I was like, please. Oh God. The secondhand embarrassment. Like, please. I was just like, okay. I know. I have to like, Ballet dancing Slater and how he got away with that. Like ballet dancing Slater. Like, it's cool. Just think back to that. <laughs> Didn't yes. help. No. Yeah. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Good. I don't know. Um, I also like how Mario Lopez does not age. Oh, he looks no. identical to what he did 20 years ago. Yeah. He really he's does not age. Face. I'm like, whatever Botox he's getting, give me some. But actually, though. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I also love how I feel like every Mario Lopez project, not even just movies, but like even like the Saved by the Ro- Bell reboot, I love how he ha- has his wife in every single one of them. Yeah. He like forces her to be. In yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, small part. Even if it's just like one scene or like in this one, it's like a whole storyline. Basically, yeah. it's like, OK, she's in. It's fine. Yeah, I liked that, though. Yeah. Um, I also enjoyed the fake snow scene when he was like, this is the family tree. And then he they both were just like oh snow yeah <laughs> it's like oh you mean like little pieces of paper falling from the sky okay right. <laughs> sure sure but you know what are you gonna do yeah i still liked it i don't know yeah uh yeah so and mario lopez is just like living his best life like he hosts all the time and then every now and then if he wants to act he just does yeah, like he's everywhere yeah, yeah. totally living his still best making life. movies at least mm-hmm. once or one or two a year i mean yep still looks like he's 25 Yep. The win. The win. Yep. Uh, We've also got My Southern Family Christmas. This one was with Moira Kelly. Um, I think this was regular Hallmark, or was it Movies and Mysteries? No, it was regular. I I think think. it was regular, yeah. Yeah. Um, I caught the back half of this, and it was just kind of eh, in my opinion. 
I enjoyed it. I I didn't love it, but I liked it. Emily Moss Wilson wrote and directed it, which she's uh if you guys she's always in Austin for ATX. Yeah. She's yeah. been around doing these for a while now, um, with a lot of usually with One Tree Hill people, um, <laughs> which I think is amazing. I love Bruce Campbell, so I think that was part of the reason <laughs> I was so into this. <laughs> that might be my like crutch. But yeah, the story, <laughs> the initial story wasn't I didn't love the two leads like I just felt like I wasn't buying it yeah Um, I actually kind of gave up uh not that far into it I like just was not feeling it and honestly I don't know like even just from the description alone like I think if it hadn't been Moira Kelly I probably wouldn't have sought it out anyway but like I was just like "Eh." like it was fine like there was nothing about it that I was like no I have to keep watching this and I just gave up I was like I have too many other movies to watch I'm not wasting my time on this one anymore yeah, I would agree with that. I think it was a little meh, but I love that she's now in the Hallmark universe and I hope she stays. Yeah, I could definitely, I mean, all the Moira Kelly, please just give yes, me all please. the Moira Kelly, but yeah. I also this- love that they made a big deal to point out that like, she's moving to the South, but like usually when that happens, they're moving from like Maine or somewhere up North. And she's like, I came to New Orleans from Dallas. And I was like, honey, that's, you're still in the South. <laughs> A hop, skip, and a jump. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, Agreed. It was okay. It was okay. But um, Bruce Campbell is the one who's always in the post credit scenes in the Marvel movies, right? And it's like a bit now. Right, Brenna? I think so. Is he? Um, Do I not know? I mean, I'm not a big Marvel person, but. You're missing out. Um, <laughs> in my opinion. But um, I think in the Doctor Strange credits, he might have popped up. Mm. But I could be wrong. Um yeah so Moira Kelly love her love her yes so the next one on our list and I guess this is like a One Tree Hill deep cut um but yeah it's a deep (laughs) cut a Maple Valley or Maple did I write victory but it was actually Valley I think it was Valley okay (laughs) a Maple Valley Christmas and this was Hallmark Movies and Mysteries and this one stars Peyton List um if you don't watch The Rookie, you're probably scratching your head right now and you're like, who the hell was Peyton List on One Tree Hill? So let's go back to season three when Brooke went to Rogue Vogue. <laughs> Peyton List was the 15-year-old model Solaris. She sure was. That she was, yes. But now if you do watch The Rookie, she's Jenny Bradford. But also yes. there's another Peyton List yes! as an actress. So you'll have to Google it to make sure you're looking up the right Peyton Every List. Every time I hear Peyton List, I think of the Disney actress the Disney. The Disney and not yeah. this Peyton List. And I'm like, oh yeah, they have the same name. And it drives me crazy every time. There's two yeah. Peyton Lists? Yes. Oh yeah. When I get pitched them on email, it's I'm like, wait, which one? What one is this for? Like, <laughs> Are we talking about like the Disney one or this one? It's like, I can't. <laughs> keep up oh that's so confusing and i know it's so confusing um but yes this is peyton list and of course andrew walker yes Adorable. yes yes i know now that I, i've seen him once i'm like he's dreamy he's so dreamy the way that i honestly seeing him on like the horse was a little cringy to me i just thought it looked so silly like it looked like a, a halloween costume of him like in this outfit on a horse but their chemistry was so good good and I thought the story was so charming mm-hmm. yeah yeah isn't it so funny how you can you can tell the difference between a Hallmark movie and a Hallmark movies and mysteries oh, movie yeah. like oh, yeah. it is so clear that movies and mysteries is the b-team 
Some, but then sometimes, and I'm going to give one for my honorable mention, so I'm not going to give it away, but there was a really, some of them are really good. Like some <laughs> Hallmark movies and mysteries movie, movies are really good. But I feel like they get so often overlooked because it's like, oh, it's movies and mysteries, like who cares? But like, then you get like an occasional gem like this one and you're like, dang, like I should watch more movies and mysteries, but I just <laughs> never think about, I never think about it until it comes down to Christmas and I'm like, I oh know. wait, movies and I mysteries know. is a thing. They had the one that Patty was the friend in, the one about the veterans with um, yes. Mark Lucas. And that, that was, was such so a good. One. Yeah, I really liked so that good. one. Yeah, was so good. That was enjoyable. But no, I, I like this one too. Okay, full disclosure though, because I mean, we all know the Hallmark movies are very predictable. They have their beats and it's predictable. And as you're getting to the end, you're like, okay, there's 15 minutes. They're going to have a disagreement and then they're going to reconcile. Like that's how this goes. These two kissed so early in the movie that it threw me off. And it wasn't even like an early, like somehow some of the movies have like halfway through the almost kiss that turns into a kiss. This was like 10 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that. I always, I love a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my husband thought it was really funny that the movie was set in Montana. He's like, they're obviously trying to make this like Yellowstone. And yes. I was like, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I but I don't hate it. Yeah. 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 I didn't hate it. I wasn't no. mad about it. No. Yeah. No, it was sweet. I, yeah. Th- these movies have just been so good this year. Just because, I mean, the, the, a lot of it has been like, very like type or escape type premises like yeah let's go up to a maple syrup farm in the middle of montana and like escape everything and meet a super hot guy with a horse yeah okay because why not cool tell me more i'm in Uh, also also i gave this credit because for the writing on this one because i felt like the way that his relationship with his father was was like really intense for hallmark like there's been like we don't get along with our parents but it was like they like hated each other yeah this is like very intense and i gave them a lot of i give them a lot of credit but i feel like that's a movie and mystery thing i feel like if that was like on normal hallmark you would not have that level of like you're probably right yeah they can go a little they can go a little deeper a little darker (laughs) yeah i i also thought like at that point when when the father gives the truck back and he's like i fixed the lights like i did not take that as like reconciliatory at all i was like you a-hole that's so patronizing Like, oh, my son is in his 30s, and now I'm going to be like, I finally fixed the lights. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. 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 I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. So, uh, yeah. And then the last one on the One Tree Hill list is When Christmas Was Young. And this is a CBS movie starring Tyler Hilton. Look at Tyler being a leading man. Also, look at CBS getting in the game. They had had a few of them, and I haven't gotten a chance to watch any of them, but I have the Amanda Klutz one on my DVR still to watch, which I... No. No. Okay. Okay. Then maybe I I won't waste my time on that one. We could talk about Tyler, but I will say, and I was going to do this in honorable mention, but I guess I'll do it now instead. Must Love Christmas is another CBS one. Neil Bledsoe crushes it. Watch that one. That one's really fun. I don't have to find that one. Yeah. Um, but we can go back to when Christmas was young because Tyler Hilton, love it. Um, I still haven't wanted to watch this one either yet. He, yeah, he is, just aired, so it's fine. Yeah. 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 Um, he is aging very nicely. <laughs> very yeah, nice. They had great they had good chemistry, I thought. Yeah, Who was really good. Him? What was what her was name? Her? She's new, I think. I have never seen her face before in my life. Um <laughs> Megan was it Megan? Is that right? The oh the character's name was Melody. Okay. Um, 
Karen David. That's okay. correct. Yes. I had never seen her in anything. She's been in a lot, but I I had never watched her in anything. I think the most popular thing she was in was Fear the Walking Dead. She was a recurring in that for a while. But um, oh, and she was in the rookie, which I should have known. But yes, so they had really good chemistry, and I was very happy to see him as a leading man. Tyler just like oozed charisma in this one. Like just yeah. I think he's really underrated as an actor. He he did a really good job in this one. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Now the singing was cringe, but <laughs> some of these movies should not do the singing. I know. Like, just no. It's not it. Uh, and then there was also there's a country singer in the movie who I think is actually a country singer. Like she's not an actress playing a country singer. And some of her that's stuff. I was like, no, uh, Lindsay Wyatt was her name. Yes. And it's it's only it's only so fresh in my brain because I literally like came from watching that movie to record. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like some of her stuff, I was just like, ah, ah, that wasn't that wasn't great. No. Uh, yeah, well, it but, was interesting because Cheryl Crow wrote the that main song and she executive produced. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Interesting. Which is also a fun little one tree hill tidbit since she did a cameo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. This I yeah, it. I actually I actually really like this one. I I think Tyler did a fantastic job. Yeah. Um yeah, so so more more Tyler acting, please. I would love that. Yes. Yeah. I would I like I mean and and I like him on CBS. I think it's really great. Um while I didn't love the Amanda Clutes one, uh fit for Christmas. Yeah. I Again, Paul Green, who I usually watch most of the things he did, and Amanda Klutz was a co-writer on the phone on the film, so I thought that was great right. too. Hmm. Um, and then the other one was When Christmas Was Young, and again, it was a little bit different. Or no, that was wait, that's Tyler's Must Love Christmas. Yeah. Is the other one, yeah, with Neil Bledsoe, and um, I think her name is Liza Lapira. She's from. Um, I mean, CBS loves to use their use their own talent, so she's right. from what is the the Equalizer. So, oh. yeah. Okay. So if they like to use their own talent, can we just like manifest uh, Zico? Yeah. Right. Zico? That's yeah. what I'm like. Who from FBI? Can, I mean, why? Why not? There's so yeah. many. Yeah. There's three FBI shows. Any mm-hmm. of them. They could have any of them. Please. Yeah. You could take Zico. You could take Luke Kleintank off International. I would love that. Give me Jeremy Sisto. Like, mm, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. 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 That would be great. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I enjoyed when Christmas was young. I thought it was great. So, um, yeah, more Tyler, please. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, yeah, so that's the one Chicago section and the one Tree Hill section. So from here, we get into movies that all three of us watched, all three of us loved, but it didn't have alums from either one. We just want to talk about it because <laughs> are we, we saying loved or we all watched? Because this we... first one is not on my loved list. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Watched, watched is fair. Okay, I think I loved this first one for being like awesomely bad and like self-aware that it was awesomely bad okay how's that for an explanation <laughs> at least like i'm not buying it yeah i know i know are we are we announcing what it what movie it is that we're talking yeah about? yeah okay so so the first one up is falling for christmas this was the netflix one with Lindsay lohan and cordover street i mean I it really wasn't hard time with this it wasn't good but it was like it was like funny bad in my opinion yes she was bad Oh yeah, she was not good at all. No, and it was very strange to me. I just felt like it was it was all over the place. Um, I don't know what it is though. Like I feel like 
in her like heyday, like back in the two thousands, like I don't feel like she was that bad of an actress, but no, I don't know what and I don't know what to attribute that to. Like I'm glad that she's back and working and I will okay. definitely continue like I know she I think she struck a deal with Netflix and she's got more coming out with them. Yes. And so like I will check them out. Like I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna watch any of them, but like I just it was just like jarringly bad. Like I or she was not that great as I remember her ones being. I was just confused also by the casting because the guy who played her boyfriend just didn't they had zero chemistry. That was a whole weird (laughs) storyline. Oh, he was a terrible actor. It was so confusing. I I didn't understand what the whole point of like his storyline, like once they got separated and then they kept having him pop up. I was like showing him. I was like, I don't care about him. Like I understand why they had to have him in the beginning, of course, but I was like, I don't care about him going to that whatever fishing hole i like i don't care i don't care about that i was also so confused as to how she knew she remembered certain things but didn't remember other things (laughs) and then people didn't know who she was like when she was in the hospital i'm confused how no one would know who she was because like what her she was like a billionaire and her father right like you would know her identity is not a secret so confused yeah the writing in the story was not that great either no which like it always it makes me wonder always i'm like so is the bar just like really low or do these writers and directors deliberately go out of their way to make this like cheesy bad like i think they kind of have to know that they're like playing into the strength of like that's what people expect from these movies because i think i'd like to think at least that like they're capable of writing something better but like they know that like for hallmark or netflix or whatever like people are expecting a certain level of cheesiness and so like but this is just like a whole this was not that right oh no it was ridiculous it was ridiculous but i i did enjoy it but also doesn't she like slip off the mountain or something or it's like a gust of wind she she they like are taking that engagement picture and she like falls back yeah and i'm like huh like that you would have also, this was written, it was written by two men, but the one of the was. men, yeah, sh- big shocking. Um, One of the man- men wrote A Timeless Christmas and Christmas at the Plaza. How? Those were both so charming. How? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Yeah. No. So Somebody no. literally wrote that, that like, her, she like put on her ring and then just fell. <laughs> Somebody wrote that and it got made. I'm just, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. Yeah. That said, we obviously all watched it, and everyone I know has watched it. So yeah, it I, I, everyone I know has said, and I feel like something similar of like there may be one or two things they liked, but overall, for the most part, it's just not great. But I watched all of it. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. okay. But the one plus we've got to admit, the one plus was Cordover Street and his Dilf era, right? We liked that, didn't we? I did. <laughs> I don't I know if I call it his Dilf era. I didn't know if I would call it his Dilf era per se i mean i like cord i've obviously with like glee i always have a soft spot for that but like i mean and i like seeing him again and other things but like i don't know if i'd call it his dilf air i don't know i I don't know if i call it 33 he's still so young right that's what i'm saying like i don't know if i call it his dilf era but like (laughs) i mean he's looking good but like i wouldn't call it his dilf era per se yeah, I guess that's fair. I was not a Gleek, as we know. So it didn't, like, the chord thing didn't really resonate with me as much. I was just kind of like, oh, it's Court of a Street. Cool. Uh, 
But I thought he, I thought, I thought he did a good job with what he had to work with. I think he did a good job. Yes. Yeah. For what, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like that. But they did not have any chemistry, and I think that made it harder, a harder sell too. Because like, if you, if the two leads have chemistry, they can take a bad movie and make it okay or good yeah. even. But like, this does not. No, it didn't work. Can we also yeah. talk about some of her outfits, which were just like. <laughs> and they were like supposed to be high fashion and i'm like what is going on no no they were just tacky. and i don't even want to say it like here that it was budget because i shop on a budget and dress <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. i don't understand yeah. the only one that still sticks out to me is the one she was wearing when they got engaged like she was just head to toe pink with like super fuzzy boots yeah, yeah. Just... like i don't know when that was ever a good look, but it certainly not either. in 2022. Yeah. But also, who it, looks outside and sees like snow up to like here, up to like above your head, and thinks like I'm gonna go high fashion today? Yeah, no, that's not a thing. Not a thing. <laughs> not a thing. Yeah, I still enjoyed it. I don't know. Maybe my bar wasn't as high this year. I just every single one. I'm like, that was stupid. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, this next one was not stupid though. I think this next one is arguably like the winner of the season um, across all the networks. So three wise men and a baby. Oh my goodness. This one this like, is the, I, yeah, go ahead. the most watched the most watched TV movie of the year so far. Yeah. I think and this one is like the winner for all the Christmas movies this year. 1000%. It's the the week it aired, like ratings wise, I'm constantly looking at ratings for my job. And it came in second of the week that it aired only behind Yellowstone. Like, damn, that's what? crazy. Like, that is nuts. That's crazy. I, mean, I think it's also because it took away every Hallmark format that we knew beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was just going to say, that's the thing that I loved about it. Beyond, obviously, the fact that it has three favorites, of course, that makes everything better. But I like the fact that it was like, such such a different format just such a different story like it was not like anything we had ever seen before on hallmark and i really enjoyed that yeah is that what you guys think has made it so successful is it just the departure from the normal premise or is it the talent or is it kind of a mix i think it's a mix i think it's a mix i think it starts definitely with the talent i mean yeah each of them like tyler hines andrew walker and paul campbell are they all have their own audiences already like they all already have fan bases so it's like most people that like one probably like the others too, but like there's they each brought their own fan base and to like it. passionate fan bases. <laughs> Guys, covering these conventions, I've never seen more passionate fans in my life. And like that's from going to Comic Cons, from going to all these things throughout the years. People are obsessed with them. Like, yeah, it is wild. And I, I mean, and Paul co wrote this with Kimberly Sustad, who I also right. love. And it's just, it's oh my God. I think this, this movie was just so much fun yeah mm-hmm. yeah it, it was kind funny. of a combination of a bunch of things it is funny it's very yeah. funny yeah yeah, 100%. Um, yeah it, it just it, it is such a departure it's so different and I mean I found myself getting completely wrapped up in the baby storyline and then forgetting like oh wait they are they are gonna still get like they're they are still gonna like fall in love at the end that's cool yeah um, that yeah that was awesome and I feel like this one too the other thing that set this one apart too is that it, it was not overacted you can tell in a lot of these movies when they're completely overacted falling for Christmas overacted <laughs> this one not at all I feel like they because also Paul knew them beforehand so when he was writing them like knew like they can do this they can come right. up with these themselves I will say that was a really really fun part of Roma drama this last time 
the Andrew couldn't come, but the other two uh, dressed up as elves and watched the movie with uh, the audience. Oh and my god! Then, and then Tyler connected his phone to the big screen and like shared a bunch of behind the scenes stuff from it, and it was so cool. That's and cool. So charming, and so much of it, like that dance they do. The three of them made that up, and so he showed like the rehearsals of them making it up and coming up with it together. Like that's just so much fun. I feel like when you're making a movie with your best friends, like why would yeah. that not? That of course that's gonna work. Yeah. yeah that's awesome yeah it was really fun the dance was hilarious too that's like yeah. so funny um yeah. and i want to point out before we move on that tyler also had a separate movie this year that i will say is probably gonna make like i put up my top 25 best hallmark movie list um and it was obviously a little controversial for some <laughs> people um <laughs> the hate that i get is a little crazy but I will it's say it's a lot crazy. Is, let's call a spade a spade. Yeah, it's a, lot, it's a crazy. lot crazy. Like, let's be honest, guys. It's an opinion thing. Everyone's allowed to have one. Um, this will probably make it in the future, though. It's time for him to come home from Christmas was Holland Roden and Tyler, and it was on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Did either of you see it? I've started it and I haven't finished it yet. It's really good, the part that I've seen so far. I've seen about half of it. I think I watched it three times and there's like a twist in it that I actually did not see coming. So like, I was like, in what world is a twist in this movie? Not predictable. And it was so good. Yeah. I've started it and I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. It's a good one. So my my burning question here that I put in the outline, I need to know this, Emily, just for my own like personal knowledge is Tyler Hines like equally as dreamy or dreamier in person. Dreamier for sure. You know why? It's because he's a nice human being. I mean, we all know that a lot of these people, a lot of talent in general are not, mm-hmm. are not nice. I mean, True. just like people in any job, there's any job, there's going to be people that aren't nice. Um, I have never seen somebody take time to talk to and never blow off one fan. At Roma Drama, the second day, they added some meet and greet times for mm-hmm. no extra money. Just if you already are here and you'd like some more time. He sat there for six hours. And just sat there and talked to fans that wanted to talk to him. And he didn't want to leave. I came down. The whole room was empty. And it was just him at his table with, like, five women. And I was like, "Are we, Tyler, are we are we going to dinner tonight? Or because it's 7 o'clock. <laughs> like, you've been down here the entire day. That's so, crazy. But I just give him so much credit. And I think that's that's why. I mean, just exactly. Why he has he the fan base he has. Yeah. People are nice. Kindness goes a, lot way, goes a long way in, this, in today's world, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen to that. So mm-hmm. are the Hallmark people, because you've interacted with way more of them than we have. So are they, are they, are they like the one Chicago cast where like, there's no bad eggs at all. Everybody's just wonderful. The one no. Chicago cast. That's not true for the one Chicago cast either. I will say, but, but for yes, I will say it's similar in the fact that it's like 95% are really awesome people. Like that's good. And I will say a hundred percent are incredible to their fans. Like these people want to talk to their fans. It's really, really nice to see because I think a lot of the people, I mean, Tyler isn't really a case of this, but a lot of them are people who were on a big show. I mean, you think of people like Chad Michael Murray, who was on a big show for so long with one right. and is now kind of in this like rediscovered fame that are really appreciative of it. So I think that that's part of, part of the reason for that. Hmm. Yeah. 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 You're going to have to spill some tea on the one Chicago stuff off the record, just so you know. Um, not letting that one go. Uh, <laughs> like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay. I thought time for him to come home for Christmas. I thought that was like one of those where they had like multiple movies or it was just like it premiered last year or something. I feel like that, I feel like I recognize that title. 
That's I, I mean, I'm like, sure there's something very similar to you know what? Titled, I think but... they, this is crazy. I think they had time for her to come home last year, <laughs> which is okay. like actually insane because they are not the same. Um, okay, in 2019, they had time for them to come home. <laughs> wow, <laughs> totally wow. different. <laughs> really mixing up the titles there, Hallmark. Yeah. This that, year, like, we in just three years, one. we're gonna forget that. But no, yeah, yeah. No. I, I, we needed a group of them last time. We just need one this time. We're good. Yeah. yeah. I That's funny. That's really funny. So this last one in the honorable mention, or not honorable mentions, but you know, the, the ones that we loved uh, or watched, not just loved. Uh, this is another Netflix one. This was the Noel Diary with Barrett Doss and Justin Hartley. Talk about a duo that like you never expected yeah. to see. This chemistry no. was so good. Wasn't it? So unexpected, but so- I love this one. I really enjoyed it. And it was kind of depressing. So when it yeah. started, I was like, oh, this is going to be a downer. And it kind of was, but I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like- texted Gina when I was watching it. I was like, I didn't know what to expect from this because I didn't see the trailer. And I was like, I was not expecting it to be this deep and sad, but I'm, like, also yeah. simultaneously loving it. Like, I just, I really, the chemistry is, I mean, what killed this movie? It's so good. Yeah. I also yeah. loved that the neighbor was, like, getting some love and she was like older yeah. and like on it and they were like oh she's staying over i'm like what's happening what's going on? yeah no that it's really good. good it's really um, good the one thing about this movie that i was like really okay so she goes with them to find his dad his dad who he hasn't spoken to in like 25 years or something like that and they had a horrible like break falling out yeah and he goes inside and the guy like buys a tree they decorate and everything and this whole time she's freezing her ass off in the car (laughs) where is she all this time when they got back to her in the car i was like wait a minute she's She's been in the car this whole time and like she didn't have a blanket and you know that they did not keep the car on the whole time so was she just like kate winslet in the titanic trying not to freeze to death I laughed hysterically at that, and I won't spoil the ending, but the ending also cracked me up. It was a very unsatisfying ending. Yes, it was. I felt so like there was upset. still, like, ten minutes needed to be had. Yes, yes! Like, I'm not saying we needed much. I didn't mind the ending, but I was like, there's something missing there. Like, there's another ten minutes that's missing somewhere. Yeah, and I will say, I mean, I guess we can spoil because it, it, yeah. it has been out for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say them like sleeping together midway through when she's still in a relationship was a choice yeah and I'm not against it obviously I'm against cheating but I'm not against like that being in a movie because like let's be honest that happens with people right um but it's like something that Hallmark or Lifetime would never never never. you can never even kiss somebody like you can't even think about you can't even have like evil like you know care like villain type characters in a Hallmark movie like it doesn't exist no so yeah I was like oh scandalous (laughs) I think that's why I I kind of then the Netflix ones I think I kind of that's probably why I enjoyed them because they know that they're like we can we can stretch this a little bit we're not Hallmark we can do a little bit more so if we want to do something stupid like have Lindsay Lohan like fall off a cliff randomly we can do that (laughs) yeah but no I really I did enjoy this one like I said it was definitely a downer comparatively but I still really the chemistry is unreal yeah but the downer okay. part of it i think is what made it better because there was more material to grab onto right. 
it's deeper and I'm sure that it felt deeper and I'm sure that's why they both signed on to do because I'm sure if you like said, gave Justin Hartley like the script of like a Hallmark movie I'm sure he'd be like yeah no yeah. <laughs> no also like after what he just went through on this is us like a rough year for him with TV moms like geez <laughs> two in a row oh man Yikes. I didn't even think about that <laughs> no me either Stand dark oh man that's kind of funny, even though like it's not funny, but it is funny. Um, it's funny. <laughs> I couldn't stand Kevin on This Is Us. That's my hot take. <laughs> yeah, she hated he got Kevin. so much better. He got so much better, I thought, as the show went on. Oh, man. I, I hated that show. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's my hot take. Um, just thought Kevin was so annoying, but that's beside the point. Um, yeah, <laughs> and so... I, I thought it was a good one and also like Barrett Doss there's so like she there's so many things that she can do that you just don't see she's also someone that can have chemistry with most anyone I was like literally googling through the whole, I was like trying to figure it out through the whole thing what she was from because I totally forgot that she was from station 19 and I was like <laughs> oh that adds up and it was like yeah she is so beautiful and yes. so charming I was like wow she should be in more things like put this woman in everything yeah yeah She's so good. She's she so has good. chemistry with like pretty much anyone. Yeah. So let's move from this into our honorable mentions. These are other movies that, you know, one of us watched, maybe not all of us watched, but um, it just kind of made our list for some noteworthy reason. So um, got a couple here. So Emily, go ahead and start us off with yours. Okay. So my first one is A Cozy Christmas Inn, which I don't think Hallmark did a good job of advertising this because this is a sequel to Christmas Under Wraps, their most watched movie of all time. So insane that this is a thing. But Christmas Under Wraps, if you guys didn't know, Candace Cameron goes to Alaska's or goes to, I'm sorry, is it Alaska? Now I'm like, yes, it's Alaska. Yes, yeah, I thought it was Alaska. A, yes, as a doctor and falls in love with like the guy who works in the town and decides to move there. So this was from 2014. A Cozy Christmas Inn is Jody Sweeten, which is hysterical, the Full House connection. <laughs> the same guy, the same Alaska town, and the same, like, company, everything. So Jody Sweeten plays his high school girlfriend who has to go there from work because he's now, the inn that he decided to build is now, like, closing and her company wants to buy it. And she brings up, like, he was like, oh, I was in love with this girl once and brings up Candace Cameron's character. It's literally a direct sequel and they're not talking about it and I don't understand why. Yeah, it took me a a second to figure that out. Like, I saw a bunch of people talking about it on the internet and I still haven't watched this one yet, but I was like, wait, what? And I was like, huh? Like, I didn't know if it was, like, intended to be a sequel or if it was just like, oh, this is cute. We're going to, like, kind of play on it a little bit. So at first I was like, oh, it's just a coincidence that it's like the same guy and like in Alaska. And then I was like, oh, no, it's a fake town with the same name. And the guy's dad is Santa. So it's clearly the same person. And then he brings her up midway through. I understand Hallmark may not want to wanted to point that out because of everything that's going on with Candace Cameron Bure. But I think that's a missed opportunity on them because Christmas Under Wraps still remains their most viewed movie of all time. So it seems a little silly that they wouldn't have been like, this is a sequel. Usually right. Jodie Sweden's not my favorite in Christmas movies, I will say, just because some of the ones she's done, I just felt like haven't been the greatest. This is the exception. This was so charming and so cute and adorable. My oh, other one, and I promise this isn't a full house section, even though it definitely seems to be with this show, <laughs> is Lights, Cameras, Christmas. And it's um from Fuller House, John Brotherton, Brotherton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who I didn't like his last 
Hallmark one. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to like this. Him and Kimberly Sestad, it's like the movie within a movie. A Christmas movie is filming in her town. He plays Santa in the Christmas movie. And she's like a local business owner who has to like help out in the movie. It's the cutest thing. It was so charming. They had such good chemistry. Those are my two that I would say you must watch. I'm such a sucker for those when like the Christmas movies filming in the small town. Love it. What was the one with Michael Rady? That was, oh, I'm such a sucker for those. Love that premise. I don't know what that one was. I, I think they're so cheesy. It's like so cheesy and would never happen, but give me all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love a movie within a movie. Yeah. That's what Hallmark movies are for. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what they're for. So um, Brenda's got two here that um, I, yeah, you beat me to it on these, but yeah, go, go right ahead. Cause I liked a lot of these. Um, so first up the holiday sitter, um, obviously important to note that it is Hallmark's first movie with a same-sex couple as the forefront. Obviously they had the ones that Jonathan Bennett was in that now I cannot remember the name of Christmas house. Yes. Mm -hmm. Where he was, they were like side characters, but obviously now this is the first one with him at the forefront. Um, Jonathan Bennett's character is a bachelor and the uncle. And then his sister's like, Hey, I need you to come like watch the kids. And he's like supposed to be going to Hawaii, whatever. He comes and watches his kids and he does not know what he's doing. He cannot cook. He, you know, whatever. He's like definitely head underwater. And he ends up meeting the single guy next door who's a contractor who's like here to and basically ends up helping out with like taking care of the kids while uh, Jonathan Bennett's sister's um, char- character sister is out of town. It's literally and- Christmas next door. It's literally Christmas next door. It's the same story with with a same-sex couple and i love that i that love was the one this just metcalf right yes okay i love this movie i thought it was great i Very thought good. that jonathan bennett and i cannot remember the guy who the other guy's name george something i thought they had amazing chemistry and i'm like i don't normally need sequels to hallmark movies obviously because they're hallmark movies but i was like this is one i would watch if they wanted to like do something next year i would watch this i would watch more of this yeah love jonathan bennett yeah yeah that was a good one i really enjoyed that one and then the next on my list was a holiday spectacular which i know gina just watched emily have you watched it i couldn't get through it i'm so (gasps) sorry oh i I loved it i love this i thought this was great this honestly might be like one of my favorites of the whole of everything what did you love about it I honestly, one of the things, well, one, I'm just a huge Derek Klena stan, so, like, I love him. But Bye. second of all, I just loved how different it was. Like, I, I mm-hmm. didn't really feel like I was watching a Hallmark movie, and, like, I kind of enjoyed that for those, like, two hours. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt very much just, like, something else, and I, I just, I really enjoyed how different it was. I will give it another shot for you guys. I will. Because if you both like loved it, it's like weird that I wouldn't have. So I'm like, maybe I should, maybe I, again, sometimes this happens if I watch a movie in a bad mood, I'm like, maybe I was in a yeah. mood. So when at first just from like the description, I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm like, I'm going to watch it because it's Derek Klinnell, but like, I don't yeah. know how I feel about this. And then I like, as I kept watching, I was like, no, like, I'm actually really enjoying it. Like I said, I enjoyed how different it was. I was kind of curious and I didn't like, was it sponsored by the Rockettes? Like, did the Rockettes have any involvement in it? Because it seemed like very much like, we're this obviously it's all about the Rockettes, but I was like, that seems like a little weird, but 
I think they did. I and figured they, they would. It, right? I, mean, I figured they would. I think they were in it. Yeah. And they were in it. So yeah, they must, they, they I, must I, have been something. Yeah. But no, I really liked, I really enjoyed this one. It did make me laugh how she like the the main the main girl in it. She basically tells her parents that she's going to New York to buy a wedding dress, and she's gone for like a month. And the parents yeah. are just like, and they have no idea that like they're, like, totally they're like, cool yeah, they're like, oh yeah, she's definitely just like schmoozing with everyone. It's like no, like she's not gonna be gone that long, even if she's like smooth schmoozing with like all the big people wigs. It's like that's not no. Even she's in the fifties, like- this is not how that went down. Yeah. That was pretty funny. But I, I like that it was kind of a period piece. Like it took place in like 50s, 60s. I thought that was really good. And just it was, yeah, it was really enjoyable because it was a variation from the norm for Hallmark. Yeah. yeah. It was really And also good. just Derek Lena. Really, that was what sold it for me. And we'll, we'll continue to sell it for me. Um, <laughs> did either of you guys watch something from Tiffany's on Amazon? I haven't yet. Someone just told me that it was so good though. Yes, very good. I mean, it doesn't outwardly feel like a huge like obviously it takes place at christmas and like at the holidays and but it's not like overtly about christmas like it's definitely a holiday movie but it's not like christmas in your face all the time but really cute i really like zoe i can never say her last name dooch dooch Dooch? that's yeah um i just really like everything that she's in she's a really great like rom-com romantic lead i think she's really great so definitely i think you should check that one out and then the last one on my list, Hanukkah on the Rye, which came out last night, Sunday night as we're recording this. Best Hanukkah movie I've seen. So good. <laughs> so I, good. I'm so glad you said that because I'm not Jewish and I'm like, I'm always curious how people are like, people in that community are like accepting it and wondering how it is because I feel like a lot of the time they say like, these movies are Christmas with like the word Christmas replaced with Hanukkah, but this didn't no. seem like that. This, no, this felt very, to me personally, it felt very like, oh yeah, like there was nothing, no really Christmas references in it at all, except Ooh. for the fact that like one of the delis, like one of the characters, who her family owns a deli and she's like trying to come up with different ways to like stay fresh or whatever and she's like oh we should do something on christmas to try to you know attract like that's literally i think the only christmas reference in the whole movie but like all the things they're doing they're like oh we're going to a menorah lighting which in bigger cities happens all the time and like or we're doing this event at the jcc you know like it's like all things that would happen in Mm -hmm. you know just a normal like hanukkah at hanukkah and like I also just thought that Jeremy Jordan and Yael Grobus, like, I just thought they had, like, amazing chemistry. I thought they really sold it. Like, they they were, like, the perfect leads for this movie. I love it's him. So I good. So I love good. him, and I love her, and I just thought they were perfect. They were so good. Was that the but only heard... Hanukkah movie this year? What? Was that the only Hanukkah movie this year? Yes. Well, so Hulu came out with one, which... I've heard is not great. I haven't watched it for myself and I'm still going to give it a chance, but like I've heard not as good things about it. I don't even think I knew that they had. I mean, it's I must call Menorah in the middle. Oh, and I've heard that it's not that great, but I haven't gotten a chance to watch it for myself. But this one I thought was, and I, and I really liked Hallmark's one they did last year, but I think this one is like so much better. I really mm-hmm. like this one. It's very good. But yeah, Hulu has one. And that's the only two Hanukkah movies this year. 
I'm glad you liked it, though, because I know past years that you've been like, oh, God, these have been horrible. Well, in the first time Hallmark tried to do one, it's like you're having a Hanukkah movie, but like it's not even Hanukkah in the title. And like you're like it's basically like a Christmas movie with like a little bit of Hanukkah. But like mm-hmm. the last two have really been Hanukkah movies. And like I said, I liked last year's a lot, but this one I think is like really good. I really That's enjoyed good. this one. That's really good. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I've got two on mine, um, one of which I forgot to put in the outline, but the first one I saw was Haul Out the Holly. Um, this had Lacey Chabert and Wes Brown. Wes Brown, another leading man we forgot to mention uh, earlier. Yeah, yes. Also a dreamboat. Okay, so so <laughs> cute premise, but my God, this movie was terrible. It was so bad. It was I've so seen bad. it on some people say like it's good, but then I know you guys said it was not good, and I'm like, okay, well, obviously they say it's not good. I'm not even gonna bother watching it. Sometimes so, I don't love Lacey, but and I but I always give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um she she is an actress who definitely overacts a lot of her <laughs> Christmas movies. A lot. Not all of them. The one she did with Sam Page was fantastic. The Waltz one was really good. She's been in some really good ones, but this one did not hit. Okay, so the whole premise here is that she I think she gets broken up with, right? Did she get broken up with or fired? Is it, I think she's fired, but now I'm like mixing it up with another one I just watched of her. <laughs> so she basically gets like coaxed into coming home for, for Christmas to her super tiny town with a ridiculous town name, by the way. Why are these towns always called like Snowflake <laughs> Grove and like super weird, cheesy things like that? Like, yeah, beyond me. But so she's like, yeah, my whole street, like they love Christmas, whatever. Well, she gets home and her parents are like, bye, you're in charge of the house. We're going on vacation. <laughs> yeah the whole the premise is not good oh it's not good at all so then she goes and she's like my whole town is just super obsessed with christmas and wes brown plays like he's like the mayor but also was a friend of hers in high school and like they legit have it's not even an hoa it's like a town standard of like what the houses need to look like for christmas yeah it makes no sense (laughs) the premise makes zero sense none at all and also like no wonder her character moved because these neighbors suck awful (laughs) and like i don't care if you're west brown or if you're like a hallmark leading man do not show on my doorstep day after day like telling me what's wrong with my decorations yeah absolutely not oh god it was terrible it was terrible It was, it was like funny bad though. Like every time Wes Brown showed up on her doorstep, I was like, oh my God, like call the cops, girl. What are you doing? (laughs) Not good. Not good. Not good. Oh, which again, okay. So like when these actors get these premises, do they vet them or are they just like, oh, Hallmark's here. Cool. Like what part of Lacey and or Wes heard that was like, Ooh, I'm the really annoying mayor who like shows up to enforce the HOA on Christmas decorations. Sign me up. Who does that? That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know how that works because I'm always like, sometimes the choices are just not it. I don't get it. No. No. (laughs) It wasn't good. It was a miss. It was a swing and a miss. Um, The other one that was a swing and a miss for me was a Royal Corgi Christmas. Oh, I didn't see this one. No, I didn't either. Uh, you know how some of these movies are either like, they're like so good that you're wrapped in every minute and then other ones you lose it within about maybe 20 minutes and you're like, I I can't. Like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. This is too taxing. Royal Corgi Christmas. I was like, get to the corgis, get to the dreamy leading man, <laughs> like stop stringing me along. 
yeah the two of them are both so gorgeous but there was just it just wasn't it just wasn't it did not hit (laughs) I just like 20 minutes in and I was like scrolling on my phone and like my husband was like this is good and I'm like huh (laughs) I'm watching a TikTok I'm I'm bored out of my mind like what (laughs) yeah those two did not hit but um you know I did enjoy a holiday spectacular that was on Bryna's list I loved that one yeah Uh, that was a great one I feel like there's one other one that I watched that I didn't write down that I should have but yeah the other one that was unfortunately a miss for me was Christmas at the Golden Dragon, I think is what the title was, yeah. uh, with Kara Wang. I was really excited because, A, I really like Kara and um, Good Trouble. And I also was just like the fact that it was like an Asian, Amer- you know, an Asian, you know, mm-hmm. diverse, whatever. But there was so much happening in this movie. I was like, I cannot keep up. Because you had, obviously, the main story around the family and the Chinese restaurant and that being sold and, like, the two siblings. But then you also had all these weird storylines going on with, like, people who were, like, kind of semi around the restaurant. And I was like, I don't care about this part. I was like, I want to go back to, like, the family Mm -hmm. and the restaurant stuff. And even that was, like, the dot you know Kara Wayne's character had one thing going on in Maine or Vermont or wherever that was it was just like so much happening I was like I cannot keep watching this which is unfortunate because I thought that was like a really cool idea and like centering around the fact that like yeah like a lot of families who do own Chinese restaurants obviously their Christmas experience is a lot different because most of them are open on Christmas and the fact that like you know that's not like their idea of Christmas is like, oh, that's our busy time. Like, you know, we have to be prepared for the holiday or whatever, and blah, blah, blah. Like they're not having a traditional Christmas. And I thought that was a cool idea, but it just was not, it did not hit for me. Yeah. I mean, that was the first, that and a big fat family Christmas also was the Chinese Americans, you know, celebrating that culture. I missed, I didn't get to see that one. I didn't I don't see know. that one either. I also feel like they weren't promoted as well as they could have been no. again because I do think that they do should stand out because that's like the first time they've ever highlighted like how that group that community celebrates, celebrates. so yeah. I wish that they had highlighted it a little bit more yeah it just it was like I said I think if they had cut out all the like extra characters because there was like so much else going on and I was like what is happening I don't yeah, I, yeah. Hmm. but that was a miss unfortunately hmm. um so We've gone through honorable mentions. We've kind of touched on all the Christmas stuff that we want to touch on, but we can't have Emily on the pod and not do a TV roundup. <laughs> we usually we usually see Emily twice a year. We see her at ATX, and then we see her when we did this episode. ATX did not happen this year. Thank you, COVID. For you. Yeah, for, for you. you, it did not happen. I saw Emily this year. You yes. guys did see each other. Okay. I, <laughs> yes, briefly, but we did see each other. Yes, it well, was very brief. It was, that I was, was, it was crazy. Yeah. yeah. I was like congested, feeling like my head was going to explode, oh. like, you know, with the FOMO. And I'm like, Brian, have you seen Emily and Nick? Like, have you seen everybody? <laughs> I don't remember half of what was going on. I was high on decongestants. Uh, yeah. So we've got to catch up on TV because, you know, we just have to. So, mm-hmm. um, I know I've been watching things like an absolute fiend this year. Emily, what are you, what are you watching right now? What's 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 going on? I mean, obviously when things come back from hiatus, I would say I would say the biggest thing I've been watching over the last like couple months would be the White Lotus. I know that like wrapping up season 2, I was just so obsessed. I was so hooked with every single character. I enjoyed this season more than I enjoyed last season, which is insane, but I thought the casting was so much 
stronger this time around. Um, the writing I thought was better. Obviously, it's the same people, but I just thought that was really, really strong. So for me, that was my big one. And I got to talk to Megan Fahey right after the finale, who plays Daphne. And I like, you know, fanned out because I've loved bold type forever. So I've always loved her. So I was like so happy that now the rest of the world loves her too. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's criminal that like Aubrey and Jennifer Coolidge got nominated for Golden Globes, but Megan did not. It's actually insane. I literally do not understand it. And I wish I could riot. It <laughs> makes me so angry. Um, but I do think she'll probably get, I mean, Golden Globes, let's be honest, don't really matter at this point no. with how they are. Uh, yeah. So let's like, I, SAG is still voting. SAG, SAG has not come out yet. They are still in voting. So a reminder, if you are a SAG voter, vote for <laughs> Megan Vahey. Um, And then also down the line, obviously, at me, I just can't see how she doesn't get nominated. So yeah. Did you have predictions as to who died and how, were you close or not close? Cause I was way off. I was way off. I thought it was going to be Will Sharp when they were in the water, like wrestling. Mm -hmm. I thought that for sure that Ethan was going to be dead. I don't know why I thought that, but for some reason I just thought that was going to happen. Um, and that obviously was not what happened. <laughs> so. um, Mia and Lucci were like number one on my list. I was like, they're goners. They have to be. Yeah. yeah. They were so good also. I think that, I hope that one of them also gets nominated. I think that there's really strong Italian actors in it that mm -hmm. really should be recognized. So I think, I mean, literally every single, I would not be surprised if any of them got nominated. Like, I feel like yeah. every single person in it is so strong. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the clip of Sabrina and Pachatore? She played uh, the main woman. Why did my phone light just stop? Um, she played the the main woman, uh, Valentina, I think was her name, yeah. like the, the yeah. woman at the desk. And she was on The View and she was just talking about how like the Peppa Pig line was completely improvised. And like, she was so nervous around Jennifer Coolidge that like, she just kind of threw it out there and Jennifer <laughs> Coolidge like absolutely loved it. I love it. So funny. So That's funny. Um, yeah. Also that meme I sent you with Elmo and Rocco, like- yeah. I thought I yeah I like cackled yeah. you were the first person I was like Emily's the only one I know who watches the show I have to oh I'm obsessed I'm obsessed I also I've been watching so much I think um dead to me do either of you watch dead to me I mm -hmm. haven't watched it yet I know I very I, very good yeah I heard it's good but I haven't watched it yet Mm -hmm. um recently I've also been watching Tulsa King on Paramount Plus and I started watching 1923 I'm actually not a big Yellowstone person but 1923 I really enjoy I think also Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford are like freaking king and queen so I don't know how they could do any wrong so that's a, if you haven't watched it yet the premiere was just yesterday so it's really good see and I've heard well okay the only person I've really heard from is my mom but Tulsa King she didn't really like that one but is, is it oh good I think it's okay. So my cat is named Sly after Sylvester Stallone. So like, <laughs> I, I'm definitely biased, but, but I will say it's so much funnier than I was expecting. Like I laughed out loud multiple times. So I would say like, give it a shot, watch the first two and see what you think. I would say the tone is pretty much the same, stays the same as the second episode. Mm -hmm. So if you're not into it, the first two, you probably won't be. Mm -hmm. But if you are into it, like I was, you'll keep watching. Okay. Okay. It's on my and list to check out. Yeah, and and I watch Yellowstone, so um, I haven't. Oh, yeah. yeah, I haven't gotten to either of the prequels yet. Eighteen eighty three is Charlie's fault because he's just like, wait, we have to watch it together, and I'm like, is this? <laughs> uh, well, it's only one season. Luckily, those are limited series, so it's yeah, only one yeah. season. Eighteen eighty three is really good. I mean, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are both very good. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard that was really good too. So I'm glad to hear nineteen twenty three is good too. Um, yeah. I tried to get Brenda to watch Yellowstone. It didn't happen. I tried. 
everyone has tried to get me to watch. Everyone's like, if you give it a try. And it's not that I, I know I will like it. Mm -hmm. It's just that I haven't had time to like binge that much of a show. I feel like it, there's what, like 458 shows eligible for awards now. And that's my whole job now is to like handle the awards. So it's like for TV. So I have to watch shows that I know are going to be nominated. So I'm like, okay, Yellowstone finally is that at that world that I'm like, I really need to catch up on it. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just been a lot. I will say I'm glad Kevin Costner finally got nominated for the Golden Globe, but like also Kelly Riley not getting nominated once again, kind of criminal. I know. And she got a Critics' Choice nom. So hopefully that'll be, hopefully that'll maybe set her up for maybe Emmys. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Brenna, you should try White Lotus. I don't think you have to watch season one. You can just skip right to two. You don't have to watch season one. Yeah. No, it's on my list. I like have a list of things I like know I need to catch up on within the next, like while like all the other shows are on hiatus, I'm like, okay, these next two weeks, I'm like, what do I need to watch? And I know White Lotus is like top. Season two was like, it was art. It was so good. Mm -hmm. So, so So good. good. Yeah. Uh, Yellowstone, Tulsa King. Um, I'm watching Irreverent right now on Peacock, the one with Colin Donnell. Um, yeah, what do you think? I think it's fantastic. It's it's not what you're expecting at all. Like I was, expecting- yeah, I watched the first two. I just have not, I haven't finished yet. That's yeah. where I'm at. I've watched the first two and I haven't finished it. I yet. enjoy it. I just, I'm not sure where it's going, but I enjoy it. Yeah, I was expecting this like gritty drama where he was like hiding out in Australia, was like still involved in crime and everything. It's the complete opposite tone wise, and I think Colin is the best he's ever been yeah I talked to him about it and he was raving about it and I did an interview with him so I was like oh I need to watch because I anything with him I'm usually into so it's yeah yeah, it's really enjoyable and it's like really wholesome and good and so I um I watched the bulk of it on my honeymoon so we like I haven't I have like an episode and a half left and so Hmm. I don't feel like that's enough time to wrap everything up but hopefully they get a season two because I don't know I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know with Peacock. I have a hard time with it. There's so Reading many shows it. on Peacock yeah. that I don't think people are watching Peacock and it really mm-hmm. bumps me out because there's some, some good really stuff good on shows, there. Yeah. Really good shows. I think it'll really tell when Girls 5 Ever gets on, goes on Netflix. I think when the numbers go up and people start talking about it, it's going to be like, oh, it's because it's Peacock. It's like Dr. Death was so good mm-hmm. and no one was watching it because it was there's a people. season two of that though right i haven't seen season it's one coming. but isn't there a season two coming yeah there's a season two coming with mandy moore and edgar ramirez and but it's a completely different story it's an anthology so it's right. not you don't have to right. it's just a different crime that they're solving um right but it's based but on it's season two of the podcast right yeah which is a second crime they just right. dive into, it's like the same way like serial is like a different crime every time so this mm-hmm. is like a different criminal um but yeah, it just sucks. It's sad. It bums me out that no one's watching. I think a friend of the family, which is on right there right now, also with Jake Lacey, I absolutely ate it up. I watched it so fast. Like I was sent the screeners and I watched all of it so quick and no one talks about it. It like, looked pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't gotten, that one's on my list. I haven't gotten around to it, but it looked it's pretty good. It's so creepy. He's so creepy in it, but it's so good. Yeah. 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 Interesting. No, I loved Irreverent. I thought that was great. My favorite show of the year is Severance. Okay, I could see why. I liked Severance. I definitely liked it. And I feel like, my God, the talent in it. My God, it's like every single person is so good in it. Um, I still, I think White Lotus is one of my favorite shows of the year. Or The Bear. Oh, The Bear is fantastic. I watched that in a day. Me too. It's so good. And it's 30 minute episodes. If anyone says it on time, like you do. Yeah. Yeah. 30 minute episodes. That second to last episode and the whole thing is a (laughs) one-er. Mind blowing. Yeah. It will like anyone who like I don't if that show doesn't win Emmys I will be completely shocked. Yeah, yeah. That, well, and Jeremy Allen White got nominated for the Globe too. 
Yeah, and yeah. Io, the leading woman. Oh, did Io get nominated? Because I thought I saw she did. Yeah. Know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I think they both did. Unless it was Critics' Choice, I get confused with which one is which because I they both came out within like a week of each other. But I'm pretty sure that he'll win. I, I'm hoping he'll win. I mean, it's a tough year, but still, I think he'll win because it's nominated in comedy, which kills me because it's like not a comedy to me. But that's always the case with, glo- with Globes. I don't know about Critics' Choice, but like the comedy section, you're always just like, that's not a comedy. I know. I feel like the Globes would just don't understand. So like we were talking, Gene and I were talking about this and we're like, okay, we're going to ask Emily. So like we were really confused. We were like, Hillary Swank got nominated for Alaska Daily. But like Alaska Daily, I feel like is a show that people are always saying like, oh, it's on the brink. It's going to get canceled. It's going to get canceled. But like I've never, granted, I've never watched the show. So she could theoretically be amazing in it. But like. I, I was just like, what? Huh? It truly blows my mind. And I think it's just the definition of HFPA wanting A-listers. So they're like, all right, what show can we have that has an A-lister? Oh, Hillary Swank. They've probably never seen the show. I yeah. like procedurals. <laughs> Obviously, we all like procedurals. <laughs> it's not, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a secret that it's not good. Have I watched a few episodes? Sure. I'll have it on in the background. It's not good. It makes yeah. zero sense how it got nominated. Like, I was it like, really what? has to just be her. I mean, Julia Roberts got nominated a ton for Gaslit. Did anyone in the world watch Gaslit? Like, I don't know one person who watched it. Yeah. <laughs> like, so obviously that's a little different because Gaslit is a very well done show. But uh, like, uh, to me, if Alaska Daily is getting nominated, why aren't the one Chicago's getting nominated? They're, the writing is way better. The producing is way better. Like, to well, me, people actually watch better. them and they're not on they the brink of cancellation. <laughs> Mm-hmm. literally i would i alaska i thought it was going to get canceled i'm surprised it hasn't already i don't know one person who watches it so yeah i was just i was shocked i was like i was like what huh gina and i were talking about it we were like that we have to ask emily we were like i don't understand yeah well, wasn't it like leading lady in a drama one of the major categories for women only had like three nominees i was like what is this bs wait really I feel like, so uh, yeah, like it's the, whatever category Kaylee Cuoco was nominated in, if I remember seeing that correctly. No, there's five in that one. And I was going to say, I thought that one had a full. Did some only have like three? I don't see. That's what I mean. Like the globes, like I just don't even. They're just weird. They're they so weird. Matter. I don't even, and I don't know. I'm still so confused as to what's going to happen. We have no clue if, you know, obviously they're airing on TV and they know, we know Gerard Carmichael is hosting, but we have no clue anything else. We don't know who's going to actually show up. So, yeah. See, and that's a bummer that they've fallen by the wayside. They used to be my absolute favorite because oh everybody gosh, would just get so like, fun. yeah, everybody just got progressively drunker through the night. <laughs> exactly. And I will say is like going to the parties, the best parties <laughs> because I'm one, sure. everyone's already drunk by the time the parties start. And they're all in the same location. So people can party hop. They're all the same building, just in different rooms. So people can party oh, hop to different balls and don't driving. Like the, the dream. <laughs> okay. That's see, that sounds fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. It was like my favorite night of the year. And now I'm like, is anyone going to go to this? <laughs> but the parties maybe, but not the parties <laughs> maybe. We'll just skip the ceremony and go straight to the parties. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, that's maybe I, I didn't see that right. And like, maybe there was, it was like a broken up by like an ad or something. And I just didn't yeah. like scroll through the best. So um, yeah. I'm just like, I am excited also now. that Jenna Ortega got nominated for Wednesday. I think that's pretty exciting. That's on the top of my list too to watch. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just started. I haven't finished it. I'm not, and I like haven't read anything. I've been very good about it, but she's so good and I just have always loved and I know a lot of people say or saying that it's good too like I know a lot of people have said oh yeah no Wednesday is really good and it's like broken records on Netflix which is amazing so I think that's always really exciting which one is that Wednesday Wednesday oh oh okay 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I haven't gotten to that one yet, but that, I feel like that like just came out. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. so pretty new. It's like, it's so crazy because some of the shows that are nominated, I feel like came out so long ago. Mm-hmm. It's so hard with the time, how it works. Yeah. This was forever ago this came out. Like, how do people even remember? But can we yeah. also talk about the competition for best TV series, musical, or comedy? Like, can all of these win? Because they're all, they're all amazing. Like, I just... I'm looking at it right now. So it's Abbott Elementary, The Bear, Hacks, Only Murders in the Building, and Wednesday. It's not fair. I I mean, I can The Bear, Hacks, and Only Murders have a three-way tie, please? Like, I know. I know. It's, oh, it's just insane. And I think Critics' Choice is just, is just the same. I think they do... Um, let me see. I was just pulling it up because I feel like it was... I was reading it and was like, is this a joke? Um, Abbott Elementary, Barry... The Bear, Better Things, Ghosts, Hacks, Reboot, and Reservation Dogs. I'm like, yep, all of them. Yeah. Ghost <laughs> is fantastic. That Ghost was a COVID binge. Yeah. Reboot was really, really good, too. I really enjoyed Reboot. Reboot was really good. That's what I mean. There's so much good TV. It's so hard right now to, like, yeah. I just don't even know. Ugh, I don't know. It's so tough. Um, yeah. Emily, did you catch Pam and Tommy early in the year? I did. I watched it, like, in two days. I loved it. I, I mean, the, the story is horrifying, first of all, like, especially yeah. now that you put it in 2022 terms and you're just like, whoa, this happened. And we were just kind of like, whatever. And we shamed her for it. Like what? we as a, we as a world, not us, but it's like, yeah. she was shamed for it. Yeah. It's awful. But then also you could not have found two better actors to embody these characters. So great. And yeah, I think really Seth Rogen was also really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was like so wild. I was so in shock by like the transformation of both of them. I just feel like. I hope I I know they haven't like they didn't get any Emmys love. I kind of hope they get something because I do think that it was really good. Yeah. It was and just I'm looking at these other categories and I think the competition is just too steep. Colin Firth is nominated for the staircase. He, that was a fantastic. That was fantastic. I know I was bummed that Tony Clapp wasn't nominated. She should have been nominated for having to fall down those freaking stairs twelve times. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, under the banner of Heaven, I watched. And I thought that was really good too. I mean, Andrew Garfield, you could put him in anything, and I'd be like, I'm in. Yeah, same. I thought it was like a little hard to watch because of the content, but it was very good. Yeah, it, it did get it did get a little bogged down, I feel like, towards the end. Cause like in a good whodunit, like you're always chasing the suspect. But I do appreciate that they took time to like explain like the the fundamentals of, of the religion and like where these thoughts were coming from and that they really yeah. drilled down in the history. I appreciate it, but I think they bogged it down a little too much. Yeah, for sure. I will say uh, Dahmer was so good that I can't, Evan Peters was so excellent. And it's weird because for Critics' Choice, um, Niecy Nash was nominated, but he was not. And a lot of people are saying that maybe it's because he's playing a serial killer and they don't want to like promote that. But it's like, eh, that to me doesn't really add up because we, it's a character. Yeah. Like, I mean, how many, I'm sure, I mean, I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm sure other people have been nominated for playing way worse or the exact same. Like, when does that become like, you know. A thing. Yeah. yeah. I was really bummed by it because I just really think Evan Peters is so great. Mm-hmm. I've heard he's really good. I haven't watched that. And I don't know if I will because it's not yeah. my cup of tea, but I've heard he's really good in it. It's so disturbing. It's really hard to watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you watch Abbott Elementary? I tried it and I couldn't do it. I do. I'm not caught up on the current season, but I do watch it because I we've interviewed Quinta so many times that I was like, I love this woman so much. I need to watch the show. And I and it was still true afterwards. So it's great. But I'm not a big sitcom like comedy person. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm not a huge one. Mm-hmm. I like dramas. Like I prefer to sit through a drama than a comedy. 
yeah that's fair but yes it's great and she's so great I love when a woman like creates produces and stars in a show that's so impressive yeah yeah Yeah, definitely impressive um trying to think what else I'm watching um I have started but I know Bryna loves sex lives of college girls I'm obsessed I'm so so obsessed it's so good so good it's so the, good. The I've only been telling Gina to watch it for the last year and she finally I'm two did. episodes in. Yeah. I know. I think I watched the first season like while I was home over the pandemic in like a day because it's the same 30 minute episodes. It goes by so quick. Um, second season's also great. I won't give any spoilers, but yeah, no, second wild season. Finale, yeah, but <laughs> wild. Wild. Yeah. I've heard really, wild really in good. a bad way though. Like I've heard fans were pissed. Yeah, I'm a little pissed. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But that's because you care about the characters. I'm like, thankfully it was renewed for a third season. So I'm like, okay, they can all. But I think a lot of, I think I've heard some conversations since then, obviously with HBO pulling all of their like stuff, like, well, I mean, yes, they've been renewed, but like, until it actually happens. I know everyone keeps getting renewed. What has there been three shows now that have been renewed and then like taken back by HBO Max, which is just. Or like they just keep taking all the stuff just even in general, like off of this, off of HBO Max. I'm like, why? Oh, it's all about money. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I understand, but it's just like this is so stupid. Yeah, it's very frustrating. But yeah, Gina, you need to catch up. I will. Mm-hmm. I will. I'm. I. I keep a list every year of what I binge. Um. Yeah. So I'm just referring back to that because I. I popped off on COVID and I just like watched as many things as I could, and so um I'm just checking that. Um, I caught up Stranger Things, which season four is a masterpiece. Amazing. Amazing. Did you watch Dope Sick? I did. Oh, so heartbreaking. That's so great. I. Yeah, no, totally heartbreaking, but I love that Michael Keaton won the, he won the He won Emmy, everything. Right? He yeah. won everything, yeah. As he should have, well, he's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brenda, you should catch that one. It's really heavy, but it's really, really, it's about the opioid crisis. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I remember you telling me, yeah. Which is like another instance of like completely evil people getting away with shit and you're just like, yeah, we just allowed that to happen? People just turning a blind eye to it. Yeah, it's so awful. So messed up uh what else did i watch um our flag means death i enjoyed that did you see that one i haven't watched that it was enjoyable i know everyone says it's good i just haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet i will mm-hmm. also say reservation dogs i'm a late join um, i joined I've, late but it's so good i've watched one episode and i really liked it and it's on my i probably will try to catch up in that recently yeah that's heard. i'm also not caught up so i'm planning that's my uh holidays i'm gonna finish that over the holidays for sure Ooh, good one yeah um i also had heartstopper on the list brian got me to watch that one uh so sweet really yeah cute. that was sweet yeah just so much Lovely. good tv out there right now so mm-hmm. much that i feel like that's the key is like there's so much i just like can't so much it's insane it's insane so um yeah i'm like out of shows to talk about which is something that never happens to me <laughs> it's a little scary i'm not gonna lie um uh, yeah, so so let's go ahead. I mean, should we recap one Chicago and just kind of well, let's ask let me ask you this, Emily. How are you feeling about these seasons of One Chicago? How am I feeling? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling kind of sad that I'm losing a lot of people that I like, to be honest. That's can that, I allowed to say that? Like that, I, yes. Where's everyone going? <laughs> What's <laughs> happening? Why is all my favorite people leaving? I mean do I like some of the new people? I love that Jesse's back on med, like Jesse Shram. I love her so much. So I'm so thrilled that she's back like full time. But I think without Brian and Yaya, it's going to be tough. I think they're going to have a hard time capturing audiences long enough for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little worried, to be honest. Uh, that's to me the biggest, I think fires a 
a little bit bland right now. Am I not? Am I, I, I think that the writing is changing a little bit in a, uh, in a strange kind of going in a strange direction um, with what they're focusing on. But I also think because for so long it was like, there was a will they won't they happening and now that's gone. And I think that that's something that fans really love. So to me, that's kind of lacking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then PD, I actually really enjoyed the midseason. I really liked the story that they went that they went through with um, the captain's son. I think it was mm-hmm. a really, really interesting story. And I love when Tracy gets the chance to shine because she's so freaking good. So yeah. I'm, always, I'm always into that. But I don't know where they go next because I don't know how how they're going to continue again without such a huge part of the show. I think it's it's kind of falling off for me without Jesse Lee Sauver there. I think he really carried the show so much and his relationship, not only the relationship with Tracy, but I think the relationship with Voight were really missing. Mm-hmm. We, I feel like we saw it. I was talking, telling this to my parents too. I feel like we saw it with uh, when Al died, it was like, so or it was um Voight didn't have that humanized side anymore mm-hmm. and then it took a while but we finally got it with with Jesse Soffer because they had this partnership that almost became a friendship mm-hmm. and now that's gone again and I'm like I need that humanized side in order to really love Voight and I'm like is it gonna come out with Tracy because I don't know so we'll see yeah 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 they're they're not hitting the same way that they have in past seasons the shows are they're they're yeah they're they're not it's as hard it's hard when they've been on for so long and they've done so much like yeah. what i think go? it would be one thing if like one of these changes was happening like on one show at once but like the fact that you had like three exits on med one on fire one on pd and like all within the span of like nine episodes and like three months it was like a lot to deal with it'd be like if it was one you know one happened at once it'd be like okay that sucks but i can like kind of deal but yeah. like yeah it all happening at once is like I think what's really the problem and like what's really making it hard I know and covering it as a reporter I'm like oh my gosh every week there was like something else for me like an exit to write about I was like what is going on yeah yeah I still am totally bitter about episodes three and how like in one week they thought it was okay to kill Hawkins and take Halstead from us in two hours it just kind of felt like a smack in the face. I like was still so shocked. I told Derek this too, Derek Haas. I told him like I was just shocked that they got rid of Hawkins. I felt like it was like out of nowhere, and it I was not prepared. <laughs> there was just nothing. There was literally nothing like leading up to it. I was so confused by it, and it was so yeah. violent. Yeah, it was yeah. very intense. It was very yeah. I, I mean, of course, you have to find a way to get Violet back with what's his name. No, you so don't. That's kind of, that's kind of <laughs> I guess. But I don't know. Also, with Derek leaving at the end of the year, I don't know where yeah. player go. I mean, as much as he's co-show running now, and then also at um, at FBI International, I just don't know if that's going to be a big change. I mean, he's the only one that's still there from the very beginning. Yeah, so yeah, I'm very that's crazy. It's so insane. I assume yeah. that um, the co-show runner will just take over as the main showrunner now. I would and assume, yeah, Andrea, probably. Yeah. yeah, I would assume that Andrea because she's been there forever. So she's been there since the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that would, will make the most sense, but I also just gets me a little worried when someone that's been there the whole time leaves. Cause then I'm like, Oh God, is the whole show going to change? Yeah. 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 It is a little scary, right? Cause Derek's been, you know, 
a mainstay for so long. Yeah. It's crazy. I feel like people forget that he like co-created. Yeah. Like the beginning. Like this is a lot of. And PD. Yeah. And like, yeah. It's insane. It's insane. It's totally insane. I also don't know what they're doing with Brett right now. Like, I feel like they only have two things that they do with her and then everything else. They're just kind of like, she's here. It's either she's already. She dated everyone in the house already. (laughs) Right. It's either dating or it's paramedicine. And then, like, it's just one of two things. That's always been my one gripe with the Chicago's. And maybe it's just that there's so many characters. But mm-hmm. human beings are so much more than just, like, one or two things. Like, speaking yeah. for myself, I'm a lot more than just the podcast and, like, my job job. Yeah. So I just wish they would show us more. The same thing with Haley, actually. Like, she's yeah. way more than her trauma. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing. I think that that's what they're sh- they've showed the last couple episodes is her just throwing herself into work, which is completely understandable after mm-hmm. like such an emotional thing happens. But like, okay, what now? Like, there has yeah. to be something else. Like, she has to have something else in her life that makes her happy. Like, does she have a family somewhere? Like, we don't know anything about any of that. Like, that's mm-hmm. something that. Like, yeah. does she have friends outside of work? Like, what <laughs> I have a feeling that's not gonna be in. We're not gonna learn any of that, obviously, because like, um, the chief's son is coming back. I think it's in like episode. 12. I remember reading in one of those like postmortems that like he's coming back. So it's like, okay, so like we're gonna get more of this, and like that's still gonna be Haley's storyline. So like, how long can that go on? It can't go on for forever. Well, it'll be nice that Jesse's gonna be directing. Directing. Yeah, it would be and nicer be- if he just come back. <laughs> that would also be nice, but. Hey, after 10 years, we got to give someone the opportunity. Everyone wants to leave a job after 10 years. A lot of people, not everyone. So 10 years is a long time to have one job. I will say though, like leaving for Bolivia, Jay Hall said is ruined for me forever. Like my, yeah, I mean, it's, but it's also to me, it's like, is, does it become the same thing when Casey left and they're just going to be like, oh, I talked to him yesterday. Oh, I, oh I'm on the phone waiting for him. Like what? Wait, well, hasn't Haley said at one point she's like, I can't get a hold of him? And it's like, why? <laughs> like, where go down he? there and smack him. <laughs> like, I don't, it just, to me, I know, obviously I'm thrilled they didn't kill him off because like, oh my gosh. But the fact that he's not dead is like even worse because now it's just like, okay, they're just on the phone and they're just still married and she's still wearing her ring every day. Like, But she can't what? get a hold of him either. This isn't a thing. Like, That's not yeah. a thing adults do. Like, I'm no. sorry. I feel better about it if she could like get a hold of him and like talk to him or whatever. I'd rather Even have that, those references. Then they're like on a FaceTime off camera. Like, no, that I feel like yeah. that just doesn't work on TV. Yeah, what no, Chicago it doesn't. has like gone out of their way to normalize like spouses just piecing out <laughs> on their marriage. <laughs> like, and, and like he told her like with twenty four with twelve hour notice. Like, yeah. I'm out. By the way, and like didn't even talk to her. He was like, I've already accepted. That's not how married life works. I've been married two months and I know that. Like, like, let's not, let's not do that. Like, I just, to me, that like irks me and feel felt so rushed and insane. And I know timelines and contracts yeah. do that to TV, like, of course, yeah. but I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, the shows are just not hitting the know, way they did last year. All I know is when he's back on set directing, I can't wait to see those set photos. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna like be great and also hurt even way worse. I know, I know. But he's been around like this whole time. He's been behind the scenes like this entire time. Yeah, I mean, he went came back to LA some, and then he probably goes. I mean, I assume he probably has a bigger befriends there. He's lived there for ten years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
which is crazy to think about that yeah. it's been like and that that's long. why I keep reminding myself and like when I when I interview a lot of these actors that leave a show and I'm like so upset they constantly say like you know after 10 years some people want a new job and I'm like that's true like I have to try to put it into like okay this is also your life and maybe you don't want to live in Chicago for the rest of your life like when you sign on to the show you might not have thought it was going to last this long like yeah, yeah that's true that's give true. everybody a little bit of grace there yeah but I miss Jay <laughs> no I understand I know there are certain things that I just don't want to be an adult about and I'm like no I get it but also like I know I just want him back no same yeah <laughs> Yeah, so feel that. But I think that's about all we've got for tonight. Uh, Brent, is there yeah. anything else that we like meant to cover but didn't? I don't think so. Oh my goodness. We talked about everything. I yeah. know, I know. Okay, so Emily, I, I'm pretty sure all of our listeners follow you, <laughs> but just in case they don't, where can we find you on socials? At Emily Longaretta, all over and everything. Yes, yes. Thank yeah. you so much and- for having me. It's always been, it's always so fun when we get to catch up. I love when we get to catch up and I love that we haven't scared you away after all these years. Like (laughs) never, never. I can't wait till Austin. Hopefully this year we'll all be there. Yes, definitely. I plan to be there. So (laughs) I will be there. there You just can't go on any trips like the week before. before. Yeah, I know. That was my downfall was Disney the week before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not happening. Not happening. And PSA to the listeners, we're not going to tweet Emily unless it's something nice. Okay. Let's just (laughs) put that out there. I hope I didn't say anything controversial because apparently every time I tweet something, it's something controversial and people come for me and I don't understand. No, but like your Christmas list was fair. And then you, like, <laughs> I didn't see the hate, but you said I you were going like, like, your Christmas list is your opinion. So like, what does opinion. it matter? Honestly, everything I tweet is my opinion. Like that's right. why it's my Twitter feed. <laughs> like newsflash. We don't all have to have the same opinion. That's what makes things interesting. My only gripe about your list was that three wise men and a baby wasn't higher. And it was number three. And it was so <laughs> But Tyler Hines' other one, a Tyler Hines and Bethany Joy Lens was number one. I mean, I can't. I did really like that movie. I really like that. I think it's so underrated. That's what I'll end on. I think my uh, Unexpected Christmas is so underrated, and I'm about to go watch it again right now. I love it. I love it. So, um, as always, you know where to find us: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Uh, yeah, check the link in our socials for our Patreon page. If you would like to do that, that would be great. We'd appreciate it. Follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at Gina Watches TV. Bryna. I'm at Bryna K13. I think next week we're probably going to take the week off. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we were on the same page about that. Uh, Yeah. We're going to take next week off and then the show's resumed the week after that. So uh, you will hear from us then. But in the meantime, everybody have a happy holiday. Enjoy your holiday weekend. Put the work down. Put the one Chicago down. Just like curl up with a blanket. Watch some Hallmark. Watch some football. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And we will see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.